0: Welcome to the DHG Podcast Series, with a focus on life beyond numbers, with topics about people, careers, and flexibility. And now, here's your host, our Director of Corporate Communications and All Things Fun, Alice Gray Harrison.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of our DHG Podcast Series. I'm Alice Gray Harrison, your host. And I really love this venue because I get to talk with all of our people about the things that matter the most to them, flexibility, careers, and people. Today, I'm really excited to have with me Gary Thompson. He is the managing partner of our Mid-Atlantic region, and I've had the honor of working really closely with Gary over the past, I don't know, what, four years now, Gary? Gary. four or five years. We started working together when Dixon Hughes and Goodman and Company merged together. And I um, took on an internal communications role at that point. We had a lot of change management going on. and, And I would say that since Gary and I, the first day we started working together, Gary's been a great sponsor for me. And so in celebration of Women's History Month, I couldn't think of anyone better than Gary to share with us the role of a sponsor. So So that's what Gary is here today to talk about. Welcome, Gary.
0: Well, thank you, Alistair. It's great great to be here with you.
1: So let's start by defining sponsorship. There's a lot of lingo out there that's fairly new, and I think sponsor is one of those new terms over the past 10 years. How do you define it?
0: generic sense means a lot of different things. You could watch a NASCAR race this weekend and see someone's name on the side of a car and say that's a sponsorship. But in the context of the opportunity that we have to work with people, I think sponsorship to me, Alice Gray, is about investing in someone else's career success. So being focused on someone else's development as a future leader in whatever context leadership may mean to them future-wise. Being willing to not only advocate, but also to directly use whatever influence you may have within the organization to make sure the person's talents are noticed, appreciated, and then, of course, more importantly, recognized through career advancement. And I think many times it's just helping people understand and then navigate the complexities of an organization. So, Alex Gray, when you and I began working together many years ago, you had the complexities of... Firms coming together in multiple regions, service line and industry leaders and in an organization like we have, really understanding how to navigate can be an important role that a sponsor can play for someone.
1: Yes, absolutely. I I totally agree with you. And one thing, let me just also say that I'm going to spill the beans for Dixon Hughes Goodman, but we will be rolling out a more formal sponsorship initiative and program in the coming months that will flow directly from our work for inclusion and diversity as well as women forward. So mentorship, we've had in the accounting industry, in in all industries, there have been mentorships for as long as we've had professions. How's a sponsorship different than a mentorship?
0: Yeah, great question. And it's not one that we need to look at as a good or bad thing. It's really different opportunities. So when you think of a mentorship, really you're thinking of someone who is involved in listening, uh, advising, uh, help problem solve, someone just to have a confidential or candid conversation with, someone that helps build confidence in in who you are and what you're trying to do. Maybe at times it's someone to give the proverbial shoulder to cry on. And really it's more of an opportunity to get to know someone, share wisdom, steer in a direction. When I talk about a sponsorship, I think it is a more proactive, specific actions and intended results. And I I think for me, sponsorship is about making it a privilege to help them get results, the person that I'm working for. Spend a little bit of quote-unquote personal capital to help the person get the results they're looking for, I'll scrape them a little bit sooner, Mm -hmm. better, or whatever the specific results that they're after. There's certainly some overlap between the two. I think advice is present in being a sponsor as well as being a mentor. Feedback is certainly there. A career guidance of some type is certainly common to both of them. But I think the proactive nature of being a sponsor is really what distinguishes the role and the willingness to invest the time and capital to allow a person to succeed. Is the difference.
1: That definitely makes sense to me. So, in your experience being a sponsor, are there common qualities that have stood out to you among the people that you've sponsored?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Oscar a. That's, a, that's a great question because I think to be a good sponsor, you really have to believe in the people and to believe in someone, I think there's a set of characteristics that would be common. Now, Understand that each of us look at things differently. You and I have worked together long enough to know that we don't necessarily think alike. We think in a more complementary terms. And I think one of the difficulties in agreeing to be a sponsor is that you have to look beyond your current likes and dislikes or maybe better said, your personality traits. And so I would tend to easily in the past have gone to people who Think, looked, acted, common desires. Maybe they played golf. Maybe they like the same football team. But when you really look at the type of characteristics or qualities that, that I appreciate in someone that I have the opportunity to work for, someone that has a lot of talent, someone that's extraordinarily dedicated to whatever it is that they're trying to accomplish. And I do want to be sure that this concept is a lot wider than just the billable professionals, the people who put time in and clients pay. It's the entire organization at whatever level they are or whatever their desire is, but dedication to the firm. A loyalty could be another word. I really enjoy seeing people who put people first. I think sponsors will enjoy working with folks that they know are all about the people. And then, of course, a lot of hard work, people who are willing to dedicate hard work. You know, you, you are, as a sponsor, being asked to put your own personal capital on the line much like within our firm alice gray we expect cross sales or cross referrals so when i refer an opportunity to another partner or someone else in the firm you know i'm putting my reputation on the line when i had a hand to them a prospective client or a current client and i think much the same way in the sponsorship they want to know the person they're going to put capital on the line with is someone that's going to work hard and make, make the whole organization look good. And, you know, I, I think that people that I've had the opportunity to work with, when you ask from the standpoint of common qualities, they themselves are willing to help others look good. And, you know, what do I mean by that? And I, and I I want to say this in the right term, but some of the people that I've had the opportunity to work with have been the very people that have allowed me to, quote, unquote, look good within the organization because they've been so dedicated to my clients,
1: to the leadership
0: opportunities that I had. In some ways, almost almost look at it as a reverse sponsorship because while I'm helping advocate for them and helping them with the organizational dynamics, they're actually part of my team as well. And they, at the end of the day, make what I'm trying to do go better as well. So I, I could not have been able to enjoy the opportunities within this firm in my career without the willingness of some folks that I've quote-unquote sponsored, but in reality they get to work with me and and do a great job. So talent, dedication, loyalty, people first, the willingness to make others look good while they're climbing the corporate ladder, there's a balance of of all those qualities that I've seen present in the people that I've had the opportunity to work with.
1: That's, That's some really, really great points. So thinking about the people that you've worked with, is there something that stands out in your mind in terms of a success that you've been very proud to observe in terms of people really rising to the occasion because you gave them the opportunity?
0: Well, I think there's a balance in how I answer that question, Alice Craig, because we all want to be humble and reserved enough to, to not necessarily try to attribute any one person's success to what we've done. But when I look at a number of the opportunities I've had to work with people it's just a great pleasure to see people accomplish their goals and you know, as I've had a chance to sponsor them each of them come with different goals if it's someone that's involved in marketing or someone that's involved in internal communications or corporate communications or a partner who wants to be
1: an individual excuse me who wants
0: to be an assurance partner or a tax partner advisory partner each of those goals are specific to them. And so as I, if I were to proverbially close my eyes right now and, and start looking through my memory at the people, I'd say it's people, whether it's been to lead a department or initiative to be a partner in a firm, there really has been no greater pleasure than to see people get the well-earned it to me because I know the person, but they would say to me, have you met Alice Craig or have you met Leslie or have you met Angela or have you met Kristen? You can go through the list of people that you've had a chance with, to work with and they talk about how good these folks are. When I'm copied on emails to talk about the great work that someone's done or better yet, I had someone recently talk about someone that I've had the privilege of working with and their comment was, how did we ever do it without this person? I think that's the thrilling part of being a sponsor, is to really see people accomplish their goals and to be thrilled about it and for others to recognize it. And so I think the other part of it is it's great to see them engaged in their career now as opposed to having to worry about, how do I ever get noticed or make it to the next level? You see that transition taking place when they've been sponsored, they've gotten to the point where... That's less of a worry now mm-hmm. as to whether I can do it. They're giving the opportunity, and they can be solely focused on the mission of the firm, which is to help our people succeed and to help our client reach their own successes. And so, you know, it's great to, to take pride in the titles that they accomplish, but really, it's a, it's a greater sense of pride of seeing them engage and feeling really a part of this firm, and to be completely focused on. What they can do to help the firm succeed as opposed to how do i get there so you know hate to get into anything specific about people for purposes of embarrassment or for potentially lack of humility, but it really is just about seeing people happy and fully engaged in the firm.
1: Yeah. And and I would add to that the other thing, as from the other side of the fence, I would say that it also gives that person a sense of confidence that maybe they didn't have because I know that for myself, all of a sudden I'm like, oh, wait a second, somebody else believes I can do this. So, well, okay, I can do this. And so I think that's a an interesting result of a successful sponsorship.
0: You know there's another part of that Alice great too and there's a, a part of you that you, you don't necessarily like this, but there's other part of you that recognizes that it, it's it's a matter of success, and that is when they stop calling you on a regular basis. <laughs> I'm not saying that, I, well, I'm not saying they don't call you not to connect and see what's up, but I get very excited about knowing they are there. They are confident. They feel like they have the place where they belong. And now when the conversations take place, it's at a completely different level. And that's, frankly, I just, you know, I could sit here and talk for an hours about that, Alice Gray, about this, the personal fulfillment that brings to people who get involved in sponsoring to, to recognize you've had a hand. And, and then quite frankly, you now have some time to go find the next person who needs sponsoring so that you can continue to that replicated
1: throughout the firm. Yeah, it's really it is really cool to to watch. Okay, I'm gonna switch gears for just a second. This is Women's okay. History Month and yeah. Women and our Women Forward program and our inclusion and diversity program are both very much working towards creating a culture that automatically has sponsors. Why is sponsorship so important to our inclusion and diversity efforts?
0: Well, when you go back to Matt Snow's comments, even from our recent town hall video with the focus on our firm strategy, and this is obviously a major element of our strategy to have inclusion and diversity. And as we talked earlier in this conversation, these things just don't happen. The statistics really are overwhelming. I know at the executive committee leadership team level, we've had a lot of conversations around this, that individuals who are sponsored are more engaged in their career. When you look at our strategic plan, our strategy, and we talk about innovation, people who are sponsored, know someone has their back, are willing to take the appropriate risks to innovate. From a, just an overall business perspective, individuals who are sponsored are likely to in an organization longer and are more focused on client success versus their own success. So you can almost look at this and say, why wouldn't we want it? Just, it's, it's amazing when you read all the literature out there around this subject and talk to individuals who have been sponsored. You ask yourself the question, you know, why wouldn't I want to do that?
1: Mm -hmm.
0: You know, as as it relates to the women forward and overall inclusion and diversity initiatives, I almost look at this as kind of a double uh, intentionality. It's not only meeting our goals around Women, leadership in the firm, inclusion, diversity goals. But it's really about empowering these individuals to be the future leaders of our firm. And by doing that, we not only have more diversity in our leadership group, but it opens the door for our future employees to see that,
1: mm-hmm. which will
0: make our employee ranks more diverse. And the more diverse we are as an employee group, the more diverse we will be as a client group. And I can, you, know, you can take that on down almost to multiple levels. So just from a for those that would look at this purely from a business imperative, there's really a very easy answer is we need to do this. But hopefully we'll do it for more than just the business imperative. It's the human imperative. It's the people imperative of this that I think really makes this firm tick and tick very well. And I think we won't get to where we want to go just by talking about it, you know, attending seminars, sending emails out, promoting this. Like we will only get there when individuals really personally appropriate or personally take the responsibility, to find the right people, commit the necessary time for sponsorship, and frankly, even be willing to set aside some of their own career opportunities to give other people a chance to lead. You know, I think that's a part of sponsorship that can easily be overlooked, but a true sponsor or a good sponsor is willing to step aside and say, you know what, rather than me doing this, Why don't you do this? Or why don't I plug you in here? You know, I got the call for this, but I'd rather, you know, ask Matt Snow or Ken Satterfield or Refn Lug or my regional partner, you know, rather than me, why don't you have this person do it? And I I think that's the people side of it as well. So kind of back to your why is this important? It, It just at every level, Alice Gray, growth, our people strategy who we want to be as a firm in terms of the image that we want, all of this dovetails well, and to, to, to get to where we want to go with our inclusion and diversity goals, we have to be able to sponsor. And then to, to truly do this well, you may give up something in order to gain long-term benefit of the firm. If our people see leaders and sponsors willing to give up something for the good of the firm, that only creates a culture of people who are going to be willing to do that. And so you begin this generational effort Mm-hmm. Of more and more and more doing that. You may have seen, I can't recall specifically which commercial it is, but there's a commercial out there where one person does a good deed and the next person uh-huh. that yes. the person who had the good deed goes and does it and then multiplies. Yeah, I think in this way the the opportunity to go out and sponsor just makes people more willing to sponsor and do that for them for others in the future.
1: That's that's right. It's very inspiring to think of it in those terms. And I, and I feel very inspired that we work for a firm that values that and believes that everyone deserves this opportunity. And so I'm really excited about our sponsorship initiative that will be rolling out in the next several months. And I'm, I'm excited that, that I get to be a part of it.
0: Yeah, you know, another thing about this, Alex Gray, is, I think so. it would be easy for some who would look at this from a different perspective and say, you know, I didn't need that, and I got here, or mm-hmm. you're just trying to help people along. But back, you know, back to our earlier comments, we're talking about people who are immensely dedicated, talented, really all about DHG, who want to work hard. People are not going to succeed in this profession if they don't work hard, if they're not dedicated, they're not loyal. So we're, we're talking about taking good people and empowering them. We're not talking about taking people who don't want to work hard and enabling them. We're really talking about taking folks and helping them succeed. And I think that's the exciting part of why we should do it. Uh, It makes us better.
1: That's a really good point for the naysayers that we may have out there. And I know there's got to be one or two.
0: You know, Alex Gray, when I think back my own personal career, And, you know, from what we would now term an inclusion and diversity type of effort, I wouldn't have necessarily been in any of those population groups. But at the same time, the one thing that made such a huge, huge difference for me early in my career back in the dark ages of the big eight accounting world (laughs) was, was an individual who truly believed in me and took it as his responsibility to make sure that I showed up at Atlanta Chamber of Commerce events, that I was involved in recruiting, that I saw the practice wider than just being an SEC audit person. And I look back on that, and, you know, we, we didn't call it sponsorship, Alice Gray. We didn't necessarily have He was not part of what we would call in our firm right now performance management type system or anything mm-hmm. of that nature, no people strategy around it. But he was an individual that I enjoyed working for, and because I enjoyed working for him and I think I must have done a good enough job, he said, you know what? This is a young guy that I'm going to take under my wings and work with. And so while we're putting the emphasis on this, and rightfully so because of the need for us to include increase diversity of our firm, this is really a common sense effort for us We just need to be much more intentional about getting beyond what our comfort levels are, that we don't always go to people who look and act like us, that we are increasing the span and breadth of what we do for our folks every day.
1: That's a great point to raise as well. Well, we're closing in on our time together. Is there anything else that you want to add before we wrap up?
0: I find just great satisfaction in seeing our people fully engaged. Frankly, there's nothing better than that. It's an interesting phenomenon to me that you can become so engaged in walking them through landmines and opening doors and helping them become empowered that you wake up one day and realize that they don't quote-unquote need you. It's really the neatest and most greatest sense of accomplishment that you can have professionally is to say, these people you believed in because of who they are They've now gotten to the point where they appreciate your involvement, but now they're completely empowered in their career. They now have the impetus to go do that themselves, and you now have the time to go find someone else to sponsor So while you don't lose a relationship, you have this great feeling for them and for you. So for those that want to look at what am I going to get out of this, you're going to get a lot of accomplishment, a sense of accomplishment out of it. And for those that are going to be on the recipient end, hopefully we – allow them to feel the empowerment and uh, the career opportunities. Frankly, you know, the most enjoyable thought that I have is that one day, one of the individuals that I've had a chance to work with would become my boss. (laughs) And what a great thing to think about is that you've gotten some really good people out there who succeeded so well that one day they're the person to whom you report. And I think that if we all look at it that way, we're going to make DHG a great place to work.
1: That's awesome. Thank you. And thank you so much for taking some time out of your busy day to talk with me.
0: Thank you, Alistair.
1: Thank you for listening to Life at DHG. It's our premier podcast series. If you like what you just heard, we hope you'll tell your friends and colleagues. Be sure to check out our DHG blog for more great stories about our life beyond numbers. Join us next time for another edition of Life at DHG.